0: In training, sometimes he steals away. He's dressed in the clothes that he's owned for years. They're worn down in all the common places. The palm rubbed jeans from thigh to knees and knees to thighs are just proof of his exposed anxiety. And he'll wear socks with holes on both his hands and his feet, but only only when it's cold. His feet are housed by his K-Swiss. He bought those 15 years ago. And they betray belief that all-stars were way too cliché. You see, he's way too troubled to not be different. Now, they separated at the seams, just like his dreams did, with a hole on the bottom of the right one. He's not a Jesus. He cannot walk on water or through water, at least not with impunity. And it seems it's always raining layered in a t-shirt, a sweatshirt, a sweater, and of course, that freaking military coat that was has been worn in rebellion since he was a teen, back when he thought that an upside-down flag was a protest, not distressed. And he spends the weekend with no cash, no bus tokens. He finds newspaper blankets and a cardboard lean-to wherever he can, refrigerator, refrigerator box apartments, Learning the places to fit in invisibly. A taste of just a little comfortable. Where the minimal judgment lives. Now is the time for him to use the skills. All those skills that he's polished in dealing with abandonment. He always knew that one day, even though nobody ever told him, that he would be really, really good at something. That's that one. This one's kind of a letter. Um, this one is a letter. So I'm going to read it like a letter, and you can be the receiver. And or, It's not about you, though. It's about me. <laughs> to whom it may concern... Now I have known you long and I've known you well, and you have made us into strangers. I've loved you, I do, and I will continue because that's kind of what you do with promises. Memory and a five pronged sensory recall make it really hard to imagine that one of those three cores is now frayed and it has separated itself from at least one of the other two. So forgive me if I seem distracted. You see, I'm concerned with my own burdens a little bit more than is altruistically acceptable. Perhaps I've struck a similar chord in you and you will feel a similar powerlessness. Facing the reality of events forces the need for the bitter pill. Things are not going well, but it must be swallowed. You have struck me with that chord. So two out of the three chords and a third left out of the picture. Regardless of power, or of choice, or of well-exercised will, determining the course of life, mine or others, may or not be within my sphere of influence. The battle between powerlessness and the power of choice is a really, really long, hard fought fight. The victor will shift from battle to battle, and a battle will always be a part of the equation. Sums and equations, formulas for living, and nothing adds up. It's math, and almost nobody understands it, and I fucking hate it. But I digress. More important matters are at hand. My role is to inform you. The cost of my time or energy does not matter, nor does the risk involved. After all, it is why I'm here. So I shall do it, best of my abilities, without distraction. And since we are strangers anyway no emotion except for that pesky, meaningless four letter word that just keeps getting in the way. So please bear with me. I'm trying to finish the task, the one at hand, the one at God's right hand, supposedly. It might be why I was born to tell what I've been given to tell the glorious why for this divinely crafted letter the exact right words in the exact right order, eloquently portraying my thoughts. They dance around, evasive in the darkness. This house is dark. This house is unlike a home. Darkness pierced and worn by a mystical electric blue hue stands before me. You know, blue hue, the one hiding my words. There is quiet. This house is always quiet. Lonely quiet emanating from places where children do not play, stereos are never too loud, and daughters will never talk on the phone under the covers at night to some guy named Skip or Ramon. You know him, the rat fink kind of guy, keeping the dream of Prince Charming alive, just a little too long for a girl with a driving learner's permit waiting to pounce on mobility with a fever in a tube of bubblegum lip gloss. No group of friends should ever jump from this darkness and yell, Surprise! No one here will ever fight over the remote. I lost it months ago and no one even noticed. I lose things all the time. Remote controls, keys, the pen to jot something down, one sock, where I parked my car. All those important scraps of paper get found later in the corners of my jeans after laundry day. The thoughts are the first things that I lose. I lose my way, my focus, and my sense of purpose quite frequently as I struggle with darkness, loneliness, Ramon, and freaking birthday parties. I come to find that I have lost the reason for all of these flowery words too. I had something of the utmost importance to tell you, but it's gone. I had my hands on my purpose, my reason for living, a mission, and I squeeze them all so tightly while searching the blue hue for the right way to say the right thing that I needed to say. And now the message is lost. But let's not speak of this now. I find that really helpful at times like these. Times like these where I have nothing left to say. None of it is important. And you aren't really reading this or listening anyway. So since we're not speaking and there is nothing left to say, let's not speak of this also. Let's leave the message that I knew to be so important perched right where it is, reclining leisurely on a pile of mismatched socks, waiting to perch next to a box holding half the pens I've ever written with onto paper that needed to be laundered. Surprise! Damn it, one of my feet is cold. But let's not talk about that now.